Hey guys, welcome to the Ponder Nerdcast. This is episode 139. Yes, um, I'm on the street now. I do remember all the uh, episode numbers. I guess because I'm so proud of you. Yeah, we, we are. You know, it's a, it's a, <laughs> it's a thing. Um, but yeah, welcome to the show. Uh, here again with um, you know, with the the three ladies because you know the usual crew. The usual crew because Dwayne has, I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what's going on with Dwayne. Um, he says he's not feeling well. Uh, he doesn't think it's the is the virus, but you know he's That's he's, good. he's exhibiting symptoms of it. Um, but we'll see. You know, hopefully he's okay. I don't think he did. He say he got tested. Does anybody know? Or uh, I don't think he said that. Yeah, no, no. But I'm okay. sending him mental chicken soup. <laughs> Look yeah. out for that, Dwayne. <laughs> so with me here today is Makisha Brown. Hi. Lizette Lewis and Coachies Jones. Hello. Hello. From the inside. The inside. <laughs> Hello <laughs> from the inside. Let me stop. Um, yeah, that's a that's a great song. Y'all should listen to it. Um, you know, I'll leave a link to it in our show notes. It's pretty fucking dope, actually. Um, he, he goes there with the, would you, would you call that note the bravado? I don't. Know. The sot wait. Is it? For, I, I didn't hey. study music. Mickey, she. Yeah, yeah. Our our resident um, music expert, Cortrese. That's you. <laughs> I, I'm a, an expert from a fan's perspective. She actually makes music. What was the last no, time? No, I made music once. <laughs> that was once. That was once. Uh, I, love her, I, forgot, I forgot how to pronounce the word. It's in my head on the tip of my tongue. Crescendo? No. Maybe? Oh. That's crescendo. Oh, See, excuse me. Um, I'm going back in my box. Fancy. That's <laughs> fancy words. There you go. Oh, oh. yes, uh, that sounds familiar. <laughs> <laughs> what what Justin Timberlake is famous for? His falsetto. Yes, the falsetto <laughs> voice. It's gonna be mine. <laughs> 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 but anyway, um, so we're gonna be having a pretty long discussion on 5G. And the reason why we're having this discussion is because it's related to coronavirus and stuff like that. Um, and the inset, well, the only way, you know, some people, there are people who say using these words are ableist and stuff like that. But there's sometimes, I feel like there are certain words that you can still use to describe a situation because it is just that. It's, mm -hmm. it's insane. Like, you know, and <laughs> if you've been online any time since we've gotten the World Wide Web, you've known that there's been conspiracy theories that spread like wildfire online for a very, very long time. So yes. I don't know how many of them you guys here have personally seen or read or cared about or whatnot. Like I don't track these things. They track me down. <laughs> Are you sure about that, Lance? Pretty sure. Seems about like that. you know, because I don't follow. Because here's the thing: I don't follow anyone who's a conspiracy theorist. I don't go looking for this stuff. Uh, I think but the last time we, we did we did a top you. five on it. Hmm. Yeah, it seems to keep finding you. It just keeps it just finds me all the goddamn time, and it's very very weird. Um, but uh if you've been i'm pretty sure a lot of people has been online and a lot of people has been reading stuff and whatnot um you, i'm pretty sure your, your aunt probably shared this somewhere that 5g yeah. is spreading 
the virus. That's mm-hmm. that's one very variation of the 5G cuz before it was cancer. Now it's the virus. So therefore so choose an illness 5G. <laughs> yes. So um <clears throat> yeah. So pretty much the, the whole thing is about I think this all started out because of um, it's a pretty old argument. I believe when the inception of um, cell phones back in the eighties, going into the nineties and stuff like that, a lot of people were concerned about radio waves and how, like you know, the radio towers, the power plants, the 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 power lines and stuff, are causing radiation and stuff like that. Uh, I believe there was like movies based on it. No, if I remember correctly, from the nineties, there might have been. Yeah. yeah, and ever since then, there've been. I mean, like, I wasn't. I was a baby when the movies <laughs> were coming out, I guess. So. Oh, okay, okay. Uh, but yeah, there, there, there's been, um, there've been like those things where it's like these. There's church bells going off. Um, but there's been these things that like kind of pop up over the years and stuff like that. A lot of conspiracies and whatnot. But five G. Um, th- but they've done this with every single generation of cell phone network so the g is literally just a generation so this is the fifth generation of this particular cell phone network um meaning you know it's it has so it's just marketing speak it just has bigger capacity um but it's spectrum that we humans um have been using for since the 60s since we've invented submarines and sonar that sort of thing that's it's the same spectrum it's just that now it's opened up to commercial use before it was like mostly military use or um commercial airlines um but those are considered you know kind of not really militaristic but they're protected like it because it's such Mm -hmm. a you know um because you don't want anybody interfering with that with that spectrum and stuff like that so and what these type of radio waves emit is this thing called ionizing radiation, which is incredibly low. Um, some can pass through our body and some can't. Um, some can't even penetrate concrete. It, it really depends on your flavor of of the um, network that you're fucking with and whatnot. Uh, but that's like the normal explanation of it. But now when these people got a when when I say these people, I'm talking about conspiracy theorists who got a hold of this stuff. They started spreading around saying that it can cause cancer because they hear the word radiation. They don't know. They don't know the different flavors of radiations. There's all kind of different flavors of radiation. There's ionizing radiation and then there's harmful radiation, which is like mostly like, say, from the sun. I mean, are there ionizing radiation that can fuck you up? Yes, there is. But to even get to that part, it, it would have to be something above like the radiation from that we get from light. <laughs> You know, you know what I'm saying? So, um, but just like everything else, you know, they, because they hear that part, they don't really care about the rest of it. They don't really want to care about that science, a part of it. So they feel that 5g, um, or whatever G it was from when it started to be more commercial to up to 5g. Now, every single generation has had scrutiny around it based on it causing radiation because of the towers, right? right? And 5G in itself has three different flavors. There's low band, mid band, and high band. And mm-hmm. I think th- there's only like two or three phones you can buy right now that's cost north of a thousand dollars just to even access those bands. 
So, and then on top of that, only 40 countries in the world has it. And even then, it's not even rolled out everywhere. It is even more especially difficult to roll out 5G in America because of how big the landmark mass is. And not everybody is packed together like there are in certain urban cities like New York or California, that sort of right. thing. Right. So, you know, and so this is one part I would give credit where it's due. So a lot of them say, why do all the 5G pieces to have 5G have the coronavirus? Simple. Dense populations are needed to test network stress. <laughs> it's like, it's what you do when you are a telecommunicator and telecom, you go out and you create, it's like, okay, I just came up with 6G. Let's see how well it does in a place like New York City. I will go get my permits, set up in a small, maybe square block area, whatever. And I will test this to see how well it works in a very dense populated area. If you know anything about the virus, or if you know anything about these places that are considered dense, like New York City, it is a melting pot. There is a lot of people who fly in and out of New York City every goddamn day. And I mean, yes. when it comes to new technologies, it just makes sense to try it with as many people as possible um, because there's just more test subjects. I mean, that's not always the case. I think with Google Fiber, they didn't start it in a big city, did they? They started no. it somewhere in the Southwest. Yeah, very rural areas and stuff like that. Running, right, running... That, that doesn't really happen a lot mm -mm, with no. new technologies that are like, they're just ready to go with it. You know, right. they go to the cities. Yeah, because there's, there's, there's a whole thing. Um, I have a buddy of mine, he used to work for, uh, here in New York City, we have um, the cable company is Optimum. And he used to work for them. What Optimum does, or these cable companies do, is that they bid for um, territories. So, Lizette, say we all say we, all four of us live on four blocks that are very close to each other. Right. My block could have Optimum, but Lizette can't get Optimum because she's in a different territory. She can get Vios, right. and Cortrice can get you know D DSL or something like that. And that's wow. because of literally artificial territories these companies buy up and say you cannot you cannot compete in my area yeah <laughs> and that's like with anything politicians yeah. do dealings on our behalf all the time yeah yeah mm -hmm. so it's like you know that's pretty much how that is done and it's a bunch of different things all over the place um uh, but that that has nothing to do with the spread of the friggin' virus. Yeah, no, more it does people, not. more virus. Right. It's Stop just the mean, madness. It just it's like they but these are people who don't quite understand how network testing works. Um, especially with the cellular service, which is required, you know, which is now in high demand by people in the public. And to test your the robustness of your network, you need to test it in dense populated areas. Cause if I'm selling a phone and I sell a hundred million of these phones. And we got 30 million people in the city on any given day. It has to, the network would have to be able to support 30 million phones at the same time. You know, people watching Netflix, uploading documents, downloading files, you know, it needs to be able to have the capacity or guess what? You ain't gonna get no money. <laughs> it's like, you know, and, but a lot of people don't really, they don't, they don't know that part because there's never something they, they keep talking about. They've done their research. It's like, you haven't done any research. If you did, you would know how networks work. 
you would know how it's tested. You would know how it's built out, how these towers work, what, what kind of radiation they actually put out. And then, so there were like studies that were done over, I would say a couple of decades now. And it's found that no cell phone radiation has enough to cause, they has no correlation or cause for brain tumors or any sort of cancer in the human body, you know? So, and and I think back in 2011, there was a thing released by the CDC stating that um, they they think that it could cause cancer, that, you know, cell phone radiation could can cause cancer, but you have to read the whole thing. And they're saying that it's a thought, not that a fact is there. They don't know for sure. You know, they, they really don't know for sure and stuff like that, but pretty much our, our environment is not controlled enough to figure that out right now you know and then there's on top of factors that, in that yeah and then yeah there's the other factor like um government um so governments up like you know companies not even not even government but like big corporations mm-hmm. what would it serve them to irradiate their customers <laughs> <laughs> like really <laughs> how, how you can't get money that way. It's like, well, let me make well, half the population. I feel, like, I feel like some people think back to, wasn't there like a story of like the radi, was it the radium girls or the radiation? Like there were some girls who were dealing with radiation and then they got sick, right? The companies didn't do anything. I, I forgot there was, it must've been something. I know it was in history that there was some there's a movie about this radium girls or something like that does nobody know what i'm talking about band i have no idea i'm sorry i haven't been talking about neither sorry and i'm the history major i've never heard of that radium girls (laughs) i'm not surprised though yeah but it was like it was way back in like the 1920s or 1940s or something something happened and like they were they were hit with radiation really bad, right? And it was because the companies were like, yeah, you know, deal with this radiation, <laughs> deal with the radiation without any uh, protective wear. But you know, some people are probably thinking about that, and they're like, hey, you know, companies don't really care about your best interests; they just care about mon- money, which is true. Facts. Yeah. Yeah. So not trying if, to like. Yeah. So if um like a a company is like. We're gonna eradicate our customers, but you know, as long as we're getting money, sure, what not? Sure, why not? Because they don't know any better. They're just business people. They're not scientists. Yeah. They're not like mechanical engineers. They're not, they don't study materials. Exactly. Hmm. Well, but I do feel like, you know, people do take this to an extreme. Um, I think so too, because there's like, so I just saw, so somebody, this is, so this all stems from a conversation. This is something I, I shared on my Facebook where I said, if I see another person stating that 5g is spreading the virus, I'm going to report them to the, to the cops. I'm serious. (laughs) Wait, how are you going to do that? (laughs) Oh, oh, it's pretty easy. I'm just a screenshot. Here you go. Look, you're causing a a public panic. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) It's like (laughs) cops are all on Twitter now. Here you oh, go. Yeah, we're that simple. I know, but they probably won't pay, take me any, take me any um, seriously. It's something. So yeah. now, you know, part of that too, 
So this person just sent me a link called Manhattan Neighbors. It's some sort of like, um, you know, it's like local neighborhood um, boards, community boards and stuff like that. Um, not, mm-hmm. to, not to talk shit about community boards, but most of them are run by older people who don't know shit. <laughs> it's like, you know, like, I would say that for the first hand, like a lot of them, they just it's it's, you know, little low budget run of a community meeting for the most part, um, not to throw shade. But but there um, this is an article that was written back in 2017 stating because if you live in New York City there, because remember, they said they just replaced all this, the, the phone booth with those kiosks. Right. And mm-hmm. they're stating that Wi-Fi kiosks are dangerous radiating hotspots. Now, this is before they even put it in. Like, none of this stuff was even done yet, but this board was unable to prove this was a thing. The reason why that, and this is a Manhattan board, the only reason why they wanted to do this is that, because from what I've seen, the only people who use these things all the time are homeless people. They just don't want homeless people hanging around their neighborhoods. That's it. There is no other reason because it's an open hotspot. You can plug in your phone and charge. There are people who don't have homes to go to and stuff like that, but they have a cell phone or like a cheap one that they can keep in communication with what they need to keep in communication for. Because right. some people need that. They need that type of access because that's how the world shifted. So it's like, you know, but them trying to say, oh, it's radiation. It's like, but you can't prove it's radiation. You need to prove it. You can't just say, oh, it's radiation. And you have no proof. <laughs> it's like, you know, it's like, I don't, Wi-Fi doesn't even throw out anything more than like a gigahertz. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's, that's a little weird. Um, how, how that's all happening there. And, um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's super weird how all this is all like coming together now. It's like, and then, you know, that's the only, like I said before, that's the only reason I would say, yeah, it, you're, you are right. Densely populated areas have a higher cases of um, coronavirus. So that's very true. Um, whatever technology is going on in there, it has nothing to do with the coronavirus being spread. That's just stupid. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> and it's like, I'm sorry to say that word, but it, it, it is. It's really dumb. And, you know, and like I said before, like it, it all, and then, you know, when they can't really prove that information back around to, um, you know, they, they, they switch over to Bill Gates because, you know, Bill Gates does a lot of humanitarian work where they, he goes out and he, he, he does work where they fight infectious disease. Like he throws a lot of his money into this stuff, mm-hmm. you know, which is good. Right. So it's like he's but because he gave a talk about a possible pandemic that was going to happen, all of a sudden he invented it because he wanted to prove a point. So wait, what? People are saying that he invented it. Yeah, because because he had a TED talk about it. (laughs) Now, mind you, he didn't say anything about coronavirus. He just says a pandemic could happen. And then meanwhile, a coronavirus, from what I have taught from what dealing with my son and having him read articles, we all have some form of the coronavirus in us, but this strand is happened to be really strong. Right. right. This one is mutated. It's like a mutated right. swine flu exactly. sort of thing. <clears throat> well, so how can he invite invent? Sorry, how can he invent something that's already it's been around for a while? Right. It's like you know, it's it's a uh, well. What, when did we have the science for like two thousand one? 
Say it again. Well, when was it? When was the first like outbreak of it? Like it was like 2001, right? That that was a, was that no H1N1. Right. Right. That was like one of the strains. I can't keep them straight. <laughs> I don't know. Well, remember there was a Spanish flu that was like almost 100 years ago, right? Yes. Back in the SARS. We have SARS. Um, Ebola. Is that a type of SARS? I don't even know. Pigs, pig, is it? No. Swine flu? Swine flu, I think. Swine was, flu. Was, that was um, a strain of it. Um, Bovine. But we, oh, know, mad cow disease? <laughs> yeah, yeah. There was that too. Disease, right? Or bird flu. we had, um, a, you know, a government that handled, like, pandemic, like, d- diseases and everything like that, but certain leaders, you know, took that away and now look what happened. Yes, and he is still currently firing people, so, you know. Wow. Oh, he did fire someone recently. After they got mad money and they need help. And they need more money. But, um, that's pretty much how it's all, like, kind of panning out now. It's like, this is what people are running around trying to say. Oh, this is radiation, this is radiation, and yada, yada. Because it's like when they can't prove that coronavirus has been spread through this sort of method, then they turn back to, well, what about the radiation? It's like, well, the radiation is there, but it's not it's not harmful to you or anyone, <laughs> you know? Right. Um, because it, it wouldn't really make any sense. Um, it wouldn't really make any sense for any company to put money out there to, to irradiate the population. For whatever reason. Oh, that, that <laughs> reminds me. I think that's another that was another theory that um China invented this virus to do population control. So Oh God. I wish Spark <laughs> <Dark> as fuck. <laughs> Which I mean, there I would say I could yeah. see where that comes from. It is, you know, China has a very large population. They have like a third of the world's population. So, you know. Okay, but like, that's just how it's how math works. It's like, all right, you got a certain amount of people having babies. The more people that are having babies, the more those babies eventually will have babies. It's, it's got nothing to do with China. It's got everything to do with. Well, their population, <laughs> their population is going to decrease very quickly. Yeah. yeah. This is all crazy. Only because there are so many men. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. It's like three men to each woman or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. We're actually going to touch on that a little bit with the game Monopoly, funny enough. Oh, really? It has to do with uh, men, males and females and some bullshit called Miss Monopoly. But anyway. (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's see. But anyway, uh, moving on from all that, you know, just please <laughs> read these things. Don't say you did research when you just looked at one thing to feed into your bias and you have these beliefs of things. That no, make any sense. don't. Don't read them. <laughs> send it all to Lance. Yes. Yeah, and keep it. fighting over it. Yeah, send it, send it all to me. But anyway, <laughs> it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and stop mistaking people who are in painter's suit as radiation suits. Yeah, okay, that one is a little far-fetched. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? That's also in our show notes. There's like, look, radiation is like, he's painting the tower. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? But, you know, 
like again, like like I said again, a lot of people don't actually do any sort of real research. They just kind of research as much as they need to, and that's about it. <laughs> it's like you know, but anyway. So on to Monopoly is a fraud, Mickey. Tell us about it. <laughs> it's like <laughs> okay, so um, I like learning about economics, but I don't like reading books. So today I rolled over and I was, I said to Lance, let's play Monopoly. Cause I realized that I don't know shit about money and real estate and yada, yada. And I'm desperate. I want to learn. So we have these two games, Monopoly, the classic, classic game that everybody knows about. And then cash flow, which is this game, this board game that Robert Kiyosaki made um to support his his um educating the public around uh like getting free from the rat race and like the three main ways of getting out of the rat race which is owning real estate having your own business and um investing so i was like okay let's spend this day learning about economics and finances to myself i was telling this to to myself and so i wanted to play Monopoly, right? And I was curious about the story of Monopoly. I wanted to make sure that I was playing it right. So I started looking up stuff online and I found some drama about this game. And I know that like, I've, I've learned some things before, but I didn't know some of the things. So like, for example, there was, um, there was the originator of Monopoly, more or less as we know of it now, mm-hmm. by Charles, I think his name is Charles Darrow, but he actually made his game, him and his fam- family like modeled their game after Elizabeth Magee's, I think I'm saying her name right, I hope I am, um, her game, The Landlord's Game, which was actually very uh, egalitarian in nature when it came to distributing wealth across um, like a society when it comes to earnings from land and earnings from natural resources. So Mm. all that to say is the nature of the Monopoly game originated very differently from what we know of now. Mm -hmm. It was more, it wasn't anti-capitalist, but it was more socialist in nature. Mm -hmm. Um, And it illustrated how evil greed was and how it can bring out the worst in people, which Monopoly totally can. Mm. Greed is good. Ironically. (laughs) Ironically, right? So I was just like dumbfounded by that. Like, oh, okay. A person stole another person's idea. Great. Right. Both of them actually brought that game to the Parker Brothers. but they they turned down Elizabeth Magee's version twice. Yeah. They turned down her version twice before I'm, I'm Charles. I'm looking at her version out. right now. It's not great. <laughs> it's like, it looks uh, it looks insane. It's like what her, well, her like version. I'm looking at her like her draw. Like there is a drawing of it. Like how her version looked, the original version. It looks like I don't know how to describe it. It just it's it's weird. It's very, like, very different. Like Charles like, Darrow, his whole family um, designed it way differently. Yeah, I can so see. Yeah, yeah, for sure, that was part of the appeal. Yeah, of the the remake. Yeah, 
And then like, just um, like the wording and stuff, the Parker brothers considered it more political, her version and yada, yada. But they told her that she should patent her idea anyway. And they ended up buying out her patents mm. um, and just taking the whole thing and running with it. So Parker brothers were, they just pretty much took with Darrow, like what her, right. what her version was. So they took so, like, yeah, go ahead, go ahead. Wait, did she ahead. get any money for it though? 500 bucks. And I'm not sure how much that is in today's, um, in the, like, this uh, is in the thirties, right? Inflation, but huh? That was in the thirties, right? They invented this like back in 35, yeah. 1935. Yeah. And the reason why, um, this wasn't really known until, uh, a certain event happened, um, was because like, it was just, even though like Meiji spoke out about the Parker brothers and Darrow taking her idea and um, not giving her enough credit for it, it was the marketing of the game, the new game that really overshadowed all of that mm. until a professor oh. made his version of, of a game and it was named Anti-Monopoly. So <laughs> the Parker brothers went after him and actually, I think it was General Mills who owned the, the Parker Brothers at the time. I don't remember. Mm. Um, but they sued that professor. His name is Ralph An Anspock. Ralph Anspock? That's hilarious. <laughs> made his game. They sued him. Anspock um, found the information about Elizabeth Meiji. Hmm. Okay. So he brought that to light along with other researchers. And so now it's in US courts um like documentation. Like yeah, she was the originator of Monopoly. Like that that it was the game was based on her game. Mm -hmm. And one of the stupid things that I found out was how Hasbro last year they released this game called Miss Monopoly. I heard about that, right? Yeah, okay, well, <laughs> so you probably know about these details, right? Anyone who identifies as female gets $1,900. This is this is one of the rules of, of Ms. Monopoly, the game, um, okay. instead of uh, 1500 right? And if you pass go, females get paid 240 bucks as opposed to the usual 200 Yay. And it also featured, instead of the properties, they featured inventions from women like chocolate chip cookies and Spanx. Yeah. So yes, I'm, I'm very much confused about what is the point of this game. Also, if it was realistic. In they their mind, like, oh, you get money taken away every time you pass go. Yeah. I, I I, I don't know what to say. Like, okay, um, getting paid more, it doesn't remedy the root of the problem at all. <laughs> uh, so, but they tried it. I just trying to say that um, breaking the glass ceiling because women do make less than men. So they created a game that was like, women are more powerful, which is why it's Miss Monopoly. And it features the adventures of women because um, women are not prominently featured as inventors, but yeah, um, so that's the reason why that they created it. And I understand like they're promoting yeah, feminism and everything like that, but why can't you just like put that in just like a regular monopoly and regardless, everyone gets the same, regardless of gender. That wasn't communicated at all in the game. Hmm. So wow. there you go. 
what whatever they tried to to emphasize it, it the point was missed entirely yeah very much so but all that to say a lot of drama with monopoly the game itself there were a lot of documentaries about it a lot of articles um a lot of publication like writings about it it's yes because we take it very seriously i'm not gonna lie i take monopoly very seriously i want to win i want all of the monies and if i don't get all the monies then i get very upset you flip the board no i would never flip the board um but i do get very silent and when i get silent that's like that means i'm very upset (laughs) The board has been flipped in many family gatherings. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this shit! Let's <laughs> make it rain! <laughs> Have you ever seen an episode of Blackish when they're playing Monopoly? They took it very seriously. Andre yes. was losing and he flipped the board. I was on the floor. I said, that happens in my house too! Oh my god. <laughs> Your family sounds like a like a sitcom family. It, 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 it's true though. Like if you were in a typical black family, boards have been flipped. Uh, my ex-husband has flipped the board in the middle of monopoly. Says, "You know, fuck this shit. Nobody wins." I'm like, "God damn it! How many people to pieces?" <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know. I mean, like, I I'm all for gamifying boring life occurrences because, like, the game of life. Yeah, even the game of life, right? <laughs> like. Some things, when I played that game, I, I didn't really realize some things. Um, and when I played it, I was like, oh my gosh, that's that's such a true lesson. And it, it was realized in a fun way. So I I don't know, like Monopoly has, it has served its purpose. Um, to make you generations. very much angry. Yeah, it's, much. it's part of our lives. I don't know, it's part of society, but its origins are really kind of fucked up and complicated that hmm. yeah interesting yeah i like it i went down a rabbit hole you did but you came back a new person <laughs> yeah a new monopoly player yep and thank you for the historic historic uh background because even i didn't know that i just thought it was like based off of i know it was based off of the, of the boardwalk in atlantic city that was it yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, Charles Charles Darrow like linked up with some dude from Atlantic City and they themed it after it. Yeah. That's all I knew. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, when you get bored, you do things like going down rabbit holes about Monopoly or rediscovering amazing stories. Which is wow. um I like that segue. That was good. I like the segue. Yeah, thank <laughs> you. Thank you. I appreciate appreciate you. Go ahead. Yeah. Continue. <laughs> Oh, okay. All right. Well, um, me and Lance, we wanted to talk about uh, Amazing Stories, um, the show that really, really just like was so good in the 80s. It was so cheesy. It was so wholesome. And then at the same time, it was dark. So I really liked that. Um, Because suburban life is so fucking boring. Um, Sometimes they explored city life, but mostly it was it was very suburban in nature. The the folks that were on the show, but it it would take dark spins, which I really liked as a little kid. Mm. I guess because I was a dark kid. I don't freaking know. But it was the show that came on in the eighties. I didn't know Steven Spielberg uh, uh, did the eighties show too, but for sure 
he's a part of the remake that's showing on Apple TV. And when I heard the theme song, I, I literally woke up from a nap. When I heard Lance <laughs> she listening, like, like watching the show and blasting the show, I was like, oh my gosh, that's a theme from Amazing Stories. <laughs> so yeah, I, w- I was pleasantly surprised. Hmm. Yeah, and we it was like there's only five episodes out. Um, they're hour long for each. So, but then that's what we discovered. You can still watch the old school ones on the NBC app. Um, <clears throat> so you don't need an Apple TV oh. to see it. <laughs> in fact, we didn't even watch it on an Apple TV. We would just, we just have a smart TV that can that has that built in. Um, so yeah, that's true. You could just like look to see if your your TV could yeah, do that. If you have like a Samsung, I think there's like a few t- I know for sure Vizio and Samsung TVs, like the more updated ones have um, they they have like Apple TV built in, so you can always do like a trial or whatever, like literally it's like five episodes and you'll be done I, but I think they're releasing them weekly because the original had like 24 episodes in a season and so, yeah. I mean, we don't know if it's only five, uh, we've only seen five and so far, it's been interesting. It's all Steven Spielberg. You can feel that Spielberg, you know, <laughs> thing. Down <laughs> um, to the music. Yeah, it's cheesy as hell. There are inconsistencies with some of the shows. Ah, with some God, of the episodes. it was horrible. Yeah, we saw a few. The last one we watched was like, ooh, that's, that's interesting. <laughs> Sense of time in that one was weird. Um, but... Well, yeah. Lance, what what do you think about the stories um, when you really like very dark like shows? Sometimes you like a lot of dark sci-fi. You like a lot of dark supernatural stuff. What so? What did you think overall about those kind of stories? Because I I was surprised when you liked it. Um, well, the, the thing is, so Amazing Stories is kind of like it's almost like soft sci-fi. Um and like soft porn. <laughs> Wait, <Yeah. laughs> what is happening? Soft sci-fi. Interesting. So, what is soft sci-fi? So soft, <laughs> so soft sci-fi or soft supernatural stuff. More things like goosebumps versus a wheel of time, or cloud atlas, um, or you know, like reboot versus. Um, what you call it, Tron? It's like there, there, mm. there are different levels of how a story is conveyed. Um, where because there are writers out there and a lot of people too who get bored if you get too techy. Um, that's why you have Trekkies and Star Wars heads because Star Wars is they don't give a fuck about the technology at all. <laughs> it's like it's super <laughs> fights in space. Um. Whereas Star Trek is like, hey, we want to explore and be humanity and like, you know, it's like, let's bring peace to the galaxy. And that's why a lot of people was upset with um, Star Trek um, Discovery because it was too much action. <laughs> it's like, so, right. so it's like, that's the best way I can explain soft. It's just the way it's, uh, it's how deep you want to go with the, the, the subject matter. And so kind of like dancing around it, but not going in too deep. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. Versus yeah. depth. Yeah, exactly. It's like it's not too much. Like hackers, everybody's seen hackers, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's a terrible hacking movie. 
However, <laughs> it is. It they, is also a terrible movie. Right. They, they, it's so bad. It's so bad. Like, it's like it, it mixes a lot of real things, but it's more like, well, that's just the stuff that was publicly available to everyone versus, uh, you know, really hacking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yes. um, really hacking. You're just sitting around. Yeah. It's not, it's not. It's not that glamorous. Let me hit a, let me hit a few keys. What, what's in, that movie that Matthew Broderick starred in in the eighties? Something games. War games. War games. Yeah. See, we. I don't even like. Honestly, I wish I could. I, I wasn't into computers back then. I've seen that movie, and I don't really know, because they were kind of like, oh, it's AI in the eighties. <laughs> like, oh. Yeah. Exactly. So it's well, like. Well, I guess they were saying that in the nineties, it would be like an AI. I don't know. There, there's been so many movies about AI and stuff like that. Um, I would say some of them are good, some of them are not. I think I the really best... like Altered Carbon. Altered Carbon is interesting because that talks about literally moving around your consciousness to a different body, which is realistic because work around that of that nature is being done right now. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if if there if there are ways to like you know upload your consciousness somewhere and you still feel like the same person or whatnot um it's interesting how they go into the intricacies of like these things called stacks which is like oh wait have you guys watched alter carbon um everyone no i can't remember but go ahead oh. <laughs> okay well it's fine just keep going spoil, spoil a, alert <laughs> there's an anime there's a live action show right i think there was a manga Liz? no mm -mm. no okay i think it's a book if I'm not mistaken, okay. but Alter Carbon is about the future. Um, so everybody has these things called stacks. It's a little disc that you put into the, the base of your neck and that kind of like sits below your brain. So pretty much it, it like any experiences, any growth, anything you've had or whatever is stored in the stack. If your body dies, but your stack survives, you can then take that stack and put it into a new body, which they call sleeves. So you're just kind of like you live forever. Oh, um, so it's sort of like uh, Westworld with uh, the robots. It's similar, yeah. Sim pretty similar, yeah. Except everything is like, but you're not a robot. You're just, you literally have, it's like the disc, it, it's really it's small. Mm -hmm. um, so you kind of insert that into, like they have to cut, because what they're doing is cloning bodies. They're just creating bodies. But they, they have augment, so augmented bodies and stuff like that. It, it focuses around this guy. He's a soldier. So some bodies he gets into, they're all augmented soldier bodies and stuff like that. So there's a lot of action, a lot of fights, that sort of thing. So they have that, you know, super fights in space. <laughs> it's like, but it, it, it talks about um, humanity's obsession and with greed. And literally that's what it is. It's like, because they turned, cause the person who invented it, she was against it. Um, cause she, she invented it so she could see the stars. That was her thing. Cause they found alien technology. They repurpose it for this. And she just wanted to explore the stars forever cause she's a scientist and that's why they got it. Unfortunately, corporations got a hold of it and then put a monopoly on it where it's like, if, if you're poor, then you're going to have poor sleeves. You know, you just you will never actually ascend to anything. And if you're rich, then you can have multiple bodies in this chamber. So if you die, your shit just uploads into that new body. Boom, you come out. 
You know, the poor people really need to gather around and just kill all the rich then. Yeah, eat, <laughs> eat, eat the rich, eat the rich. <laughs> so it's like, so it's kind of like, you know, that's pretty much the, the, the technology behind that. I mean, there's other things like needle casting. Um, there's there's all these things about does religion survive like how do you you know there's and there are people who do like in the very first season they talk heavily about religion and all this other stuff so it's like there's a lot going on as a whole world so it's like that that i would consider mid-range to high sci-fi um sort of thing dune is like you know mm. high-end sci-fi you know it's like you know there, there are different things out there that is like i would say it just kind of ranges from one to the other. It's like a, it's like a spectrum for me. So yeah. would you say high end goes deep? <laughs> um, yes, it, it, it can. So, so it's not just a tip, like soft one. <laughs> again, you know, again. <laughs> no. okay. What is happening? <laughs> We're talking. <laughs> I mean, even yes, even in porn, there are levels to porn. So yeah, there are levels to there this, people. Yeah, levels. There, there's levels to everything. There's levels to levels. everything. <laughs> levels to the five G guys. <laughs> and you know what else has levels, y'all? There are mm. levels to that. There are levels to boredom, being at home all the time. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes oh, I thought you were gonna say Monopoly. I mean, <laughs> are there like Monopoly games on for like the computer and the, the consoles now or anything? Yes. Like, no? Yeah. 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 I actually um, shared in the notes like this website that shows all the different versions of Monopoly all over the world. And you're just scrolling. You just scroll mm -hmm. on this page and you're just like seeing all of them. Uh, it's nuts. Yeah. It's crazy. And And those are like just like physical board games and like memorabilia and stuff like i don't think they even covered like the digital versions that were licensed yeah. out to the different platforms because who controls it now um hasbro, hasbro right yeah let me see i'm i'm looking in cuz i'm about to we're about to like you know close it up <laughs> um yeah. cuz well, i'm like i'm they, trying to see they, hmm? go ahead they have a cheaters edition a cheaters edition yeah. What does that mean? What, what do you mean? Like, it's like <laughs> you just keep getting money. Uh, sorry about that noise. You just steal from the bank. I I have no idea. All I know oh. is that was like featured on Hasbro's Dude. Monopoly page. Yeah, Monopoly. Like, okay, who in the hell was like, yeah, we need a cheaters version of this game. Sure. Sure. <laughs> but get this, Monopoly is on Nintendo Switch. Wow. Yeah, and it looks great too. It says up to play on the go up to six players. Oh, wow. this is pretty cool. So we can all play like on one screen with like, you know, if you have a big enough screen, people could just kind of like um, sit around. I know what next game I'm going to get, Mickey. That would be cool. Yeah. Do you have Switches, y'all? Let's play together. Uh, Lizette has a Switch. I don't know about Cortrice. Do you have I a I don't have a Switch. Ah. Ah. Do you have any game console? Lizette, I have no yeah. game console. No well, game. I, have a, I have a PS4 and a Switch, so. Mm. Okay. Well, yeah, it's available on Nintendo Switch. Um, it came out in 2017, so it looks pretty dope, too. I was thinking about buying one just to get Animal Crossing. <laughs> Everybody's playing Animal Crossing for this 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 quarantine. <laughs> it looks like so much fun. 
It looks like fun. Listen, I saw something disturbing in Animal Crossing. I don't know if it's real or not because I don't play Animal Crossing, but I think there's like a there's like a snapshot, a few snapshots of someone dying on a beach, and then the player buries the body, and I was like, "What? What is happening right now?" Oh my gosh. I've been seeing memes about it everywhere. I was like, it just can't be real. You can kill people in the game or you can just bury bodies. What's happening? What's what's happening? <laughs> somebody somebody explain to me. I don't play Animal Crossing, so I don't know. I don't play Animal Crossing neither. Yeah. I, don't I don't think I'm going to, so but I will be buying Monopoly though. Because <laughs> it looks fun. Uh but anyway, you guys have anything else you want to add before we go? No? Nope. Okay, <laughs> long pause. Um, <laughs> but anyway, guys, really appreciate you for uh, listening. Um, check us out anywhere podcasts are served. Um, whatever your favorite app of using, just look for Pondering Nerdcast. Um, check out the other shows on the network called, you know, Gifted Sounds Network. Um, just type that in as well. You most likely find our shows. Give us a thumbs up or a rating or five stars or four or one because, you know, we called you stupid for thinking 5G spreads cancer. Um, he's like, you know, give us a review. Or if you're a fan of Monopoly. Or if you, if you like the Whatever fraud, if you like the cheaters edition of a Monopoly, you can give us a thumbs up. <laughs> uh, and we can go from there. We really appreciate you guys, folks. Thank you for listening. Peace out. Love Bye, y'all. Bye. Bye. This has been a Gifted Sounds podcast. If you enjoyed the podcast, please subscribe, rate, and review. For more podcasts, please visit giftedsounds.com.